Um, let's start. How are you doing, ladies? No, it doesn't start like that. Can I start okay. my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I think he thinks it's his podcast. You think it's your <laughs> podcast? It's not your podcast. You're a guest. We're expat immigrants. Don't be such a silly grin. It's the same old thing. We've checked the dictionary. Now here's a commentary on life abroad and all it brings. Immigrants. British and black living across the sea. So why don't you join us? Just we cat and just we nats and pour yourself a cup of tea in the morning as you listen to our podcast weekly. Our podcast weekly. My name is Natalia and this is my voice. Hello everyone, my name is Kat and this is my voice. Hi everyone, this is Greg and this is my voice. Yeah! <laughs> we got a mech. <laughs> We've got a mech. <laughs> Guys, I'm super excited for this particular episode. We've been thinking about it for a very long time. And finally, we put the wheels in motion to bring you this 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 bumper of an episode. <laughs> well, we have got an incredibly special guest with us. An expert. An expert, no less. We're bringing our listeners expertise, okay? Mm-mm. We have an expert with us. It's Greg Brogas, who is a wine expert. Can I say that? You, I mean, I have, I have started my journey in the wine industry like four or five years ago. Wow. But I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm Perfect. very still learning. Right. Yeah. I can, I, I have the very basics and the very strong basics, but, but I'm st- I still have to but taste you know, like billions of wines. Wow. That's impressive. Before you call yourself an expert. Before I call myself an expert. Well, yes, he's yes. on. You're, you're on that journey. You're on that journey. Yes. Kind of, you're like, further ahead than us. And I'm very happy to take you guys on my journey. What's that Star yeah. Wars journey called? Like for the Star Wars fans? Like, what, Is it a voyage? Le voyage. Le voyage dans le vin. Oh, why not? <laughs> to become a Jedi. Like oh. you're learning. La formation. Ah, la formation. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you, you guys are... Uh, Jedi <laughs> It's 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 a bit of a Jedi thing to know about wine. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a Jedi yet, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. But I'm I, getting there. you know what? I think French people are very modest, so I'm going to judge your knowledge. Okay. Then. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and, and, and if I call you expert, you know, yeah. just accept it. But I, for us Brits, you're an expert, and actually, most of our listeners are British people, and and we're going to be talking to you guys and everybody. But like, hopefully, at the end of the podcast. Everybody that's been listening to this podcast will be able to like at least know its taste, know the know how know the typicity of a wine depending on the region it's been produced, yeah. and hopefully being able to select and to buy and to purchase that's a wine exactly depending what... on its budget. That's oh, we love that. That is exactly we where love we want that. to arrive. Yeah. How much money do you want? Are you willing well, to spend well, on a wine? That's a weird, uh, I'll help you with that. I wonder that. if we can ask Let's get into Greg. It. Uh, would you want to jump in about no, no, wine, no, no, or do no. we just want to find out a little bit about your journey? Like four or five years ago, yep, yep, what yep. happened to make you go down this wine? So I was working in the hotel industry for ten years. Uh, I was running a hotel in my hometown in Gap, in uh, the southeast of the of France, but I was spending way too much time uh, working. So I, w- I felt like, okay, I need to do something else. Mm. So I took a year off. I went to South Africa uh, with my backpack, went to see some lions, 
enjoy nice. my life. Yep. And then when I came back, I was like, okay, probably the wine industry um, is uh, is okay to welcome me. And uh, I have been studying uh, in Suze-la-Rousse, which is not too far from Châteauneuf-du-Pape, having this uh, diploma called um, Sommelier Conseil Caviste, which mm. means I'm able to work in a restaurant to, um, to um, help people pairing the dish with a wine or working in a shop and just selling wines to uh, professionals or just uh, you and I. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love You're that. You're passionate about it. I wasn't when I first started, but then when I got to understand a few stuff, then I was like, okay, that, this is the stuff. Like, yeah. it, it's beautiful. And once you get to understand how your palais works and how your, um, how your senses work, yes. what it brings, it brings back a lot of memories. For instance, if you... Um, all the aromas that you had when you were younger, what you were eating, what you were smelling, mm. uh, everything that you were doing, it comes back all of a sudden. Why am I so good at um, apricots, pears, everything? It's because I had a lot of it when I was young and it's because it's very easy for me to, de to, to detect it wow. in a wine. If you, for instance, were I into like... If you were into, spi if you were into <laughs> spices, if you were into <laughs> spicy food, there, there was this Thai girl in my, in, my, in my class, she was into spices because everything she had learned from home, it reminded her spices, so she was very good at oh, it. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. Can we... Oh, look palettes yes um i wanted to ask you about that because i feel like i don't have a palette because you don't i can't i can't because oh, i don't oh, no okay do you no, develop no. it no do you develop but, the palette it's a muscle i don't right. it's I a don't muscle it's like gym anything that i've tasted it's like gym it's like it's like gym so you have to work on it and yeah initially when i first tasted the wine there was this all those aromas that I, I couldn't tell what they yeah. were. Mm. And I was so close from, okay, this is apricot, this has got to be pear. No, this is apple, this is mandarin, this is lemon, this is kumquat, blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't select. And once there is like a, a main aroma and there's this uh, professional that tells you, okay, this is pepperoni, this is violet, this is uh, pear. And then you know that this grape variety means this aroma. I love okay. that. And this is... One of the main things, you know, that grape varieties, they um, they produce aromas. And okay. once you taste wine and you know that Pinot, com Pinot, uh, Pinot, Pinot comes with cherry, uh, Sauvignon Blanc comes with passion fruit. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say Viognier comes with apricot. Then it helps a lot. Yeah. It, helps. it helps. It helps a lot. Yeah. But initially, I was someone has I was, to maybe tell you. Yes. To uh, and then yes. you can you can sort of identify, identify yes. it. This very first exercise we had, we had like syrups without uh, colors, so it was like um, transparent um, glasses with syrups, and we had to detect like, okay, this is um, pear, this is apricot, this, is, and you're very close from it, but you can't tell. Mm. Once you've done this job, and once you've been able to like identify and memorize it. It's there. Yeah. And then you memorize it. Yeah. But if you make the effort properly to memorize it, everybody can do it. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I was terrible at it and I got eventually good at it. How long like, did it, it take it, you, would you say? A couple of weeks. Oh, really? But, oh, but, right. but we were but, like tasting 15 to 20 wines a day. Oh, wow. Starting from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., oh, wow. which means early in the morning, especially if you had a bit of a party the, the day before. <laughs> yeah. And if you're a smoker, if you had a coffee before, yeah. it it can be tricky. Yeah. But then once they tell you, okay, this is the way to do it, mm -hmm. everybody is 
I think, able to do it. Yeah. For, for, for real. I can taste... I know with cocktails, mm -hmm. I know when I like a cosmopolitan. Right. And when I don't remember that time and I tasted a lot of um, grapefruit. grapefruit. And I was yep. like, why is there grapefruit in there? So I've got something, but I think for real... Like, co um, cocktails are very kind of... Um, Uh, intense flavors like yep. it's supposed to be incredibly yes. sweet or incredibly like a lot is going on there so I think it's just that refining yeah. of the, the subtle, subtle yeah. flavors of of these aromas and when um, and when you say aromas are you talking about like the flavor that you taste or what you're smelling as well is it a bit, is that everything so, so you have to like um, basically there are aromas families in which you, you you can say like you have like the um, Blanche. Fruit à char blanche in French is like white flesh fruits right. such as pear, apple, apricot, um, mandarin. I'm not sure what. Yeah, mandarin. Ma yeah, yeah. yeah. So then when you have like kind of uh, understood those families, mm -hmm. you're able to go from one family to another. For instance, in red wines, you will have the red fruits and then you will have the mushrooms, you'll have the floor forest, Ooh. you'll have almost like the, 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 the very vegetable side mm. of some grape varieties. So once you get to know all those fami families, all the aroma aromas that are actually existing, which, which you did, I, I didn't know. No. I didn't know. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. But then it helps. Your brain kind of work it out. How many varieties of aroma families are there for white wine, for example? Um, les arômes primaire, secondaire et oh, tertiaire, wow. which mm -hmm. means when it comes to primaire, it's like the, the fruit. So let, I, I like to take the example to my guests when they walk in in my shop and I try to tell them what aromas they're going to get in their white wines. Mm -hmm. Let's say you've been to the market. Mm. Your bag is full. It's fresh fruit that you have. You yes. open your bag and then the, the aromas you'll get, you, you mm -hmm. get will be fresh fruit. Yeah. Okay. When it comes to an old red wine, the aromas will be jammy, mm. which means they will turn oh. into a bit sweet. So it's like you're preparing some kind of jam in a, in a, in a pan and then the aromas will get a little bit sweeter. Mm. So all this, when you kind of tell people, okay, have you ever been in this situation? They're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, have you have I you had ever that like visceral reaction to it when you described that? I was like, yes, I know what that's like. To me, I'm, I believe I am not the I'm not the best expert when it comes to wine tasting, but I know what people think in their mind, yeah. and, I, and I think it's it's very easy to kind of um, explain them the way they can understand it. Yeah. Like yes. what it, what does it refer to? Yeah. Like, have you ever smelled this before? Have you ever uh, uh, picked up mushroom in a forest? Have you ever um, lift a branch in which in, and then you get the humidity? Mm. You get this all those those aromas. This is what you get in wines. Sometimes wow. you do if you're ready for it and if you really want to feel it, you will. Yes. And, and you know what? It's awesome. I think it's, it's I think beautiful. after today, it's going to change the way that we select yeah. our wines. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be more engaged yes. with our senses. It is not. 
complicated. Mm. It is not. It's just that you have to understand a few things and yeah. then it will help you out. And I think what would help as well is like like what you were describing, different um, uh, feelings or sensations or, yes. or aromas yes. of like lifting like in a forest yes. and lifting up yes. a piece of wood. And That's very true. It. So yeah. if people can like just engage with their surroundings. Oh, yes. top, man. Are you, you'll right? find, you'll find and then you... start to take in like what you're smelling. I mean, yeah, Londoners, sure. I'm sorry, it's going to be weed and chicken shops for Uh-oh. you lot. But, <laughs> Go to Epping Forest. Go to the farm. Yeah, <laughs> Forest. Covered markets, you know? Yeah. Covered, Covered yet, yet markets. Markets. Places. Yeah. Mushrooms. Uh, even like um, sometimes um, wines can have like a very um, unpleasant aromas, which means they, the, 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 the wines have diseases, uh-huh. which means they turn bad. And then it smells like, um, you know, place where you uh, you raise horses. Oh. Sometimes it can smell like pee. Oh Sometimes it smells like fur. And then you're not going to drink that if but, you're British. But, but it's good to know that, it can, that a wine can actually go bad. Then you're able to detect, yeah. to select oh that a ba- that a wine. Christmas, I had bad wine. Then, and I vomited. Yes. This was on New- Christmas Eve. I had two glasses and yeah. like, like, I was just vomiting. But I didn't know it was bad. I was just sort of drinking. Have you, have you ever have you ever ridden a horse when you were younger, or have no, you ever been in contact no. with? Well, I, when I, I was I young, I rode a horse once. I used to, and you know, when when there's something wrong, when an, an animal is is sick, on where where they are like, uh, they, they are dirty stuff. You know, when when you're mm. close to animals, then it helps. It helps to know that. It's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not okay to have this kind of aroma in your wine. So, so you know that it turned. It's bad. bad. Yeah, oh it's my bad. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So which means the cork didn't do its job properly. Yeah. Which is to to oxygenate the wine and to help it breathe. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when the cork is uh, wrong, then the wine go wrong as well. Wow. And uh, yeah, and some, sometimes when you for for Christmas for instance, you're like, "Oh, there's something wrong with this wine, blah blah blah." Your uncle we had we, which obviously had way much to drink <laughs> it's like oh this red wine is bad and you're like no man um it, there's nothing wrong about it maybe there's this aroma that you think it's bad but if you re- if it really was bad honestly you, or, know. you, you would know. know you would know because yeah. it's you don't want you don't want to have a sip of it tell me something the etiquette of sending wine back Ooh, in a restaurant, restaurant. That, that's tricky that's tricky. What is it? Because, because, like you said, it's almost subjective. Okay, almost let's let, let, let's let's be honest with it. Yeah. Ninety nine point nine percent of the people who are gonna send a wine back don't know how to taste a wine. Oh. Mm-mm. You hear it, you lot. They don't know. They think they know, but they don't. Uh. Sometimes there were expectations when they ordered their wine mm. and they thought they were gonna have <laughs> this type of wine, but they don't, and they think it's a mistake, and yeah. they think it's a disease, and we are here to try and school them and telling them like, look, mate, this is it. Sorry, but yeah. Do you take their glass and go here? Let me have a look. Yeah. (laughs) Would you take their glass? No, I I, I haven't worked in a restaurant when it comes to wine, but in my shop, I have told people off. Oh, letting them know like, I'm sorry, I can't. Do you advise they take a course or something to develop? No, I I don't do that. But because my job is to let them know that there's nothing wrong about Mm, this wine. This wine is okay. Probably you were expecting something else, but I cannot reimburse you because you were expecting a very thick 
texture yeah, yeah. whereas you order the pinot my friend yeah so there's nothing that's on you that's on you you ordered wrong right can we go on to grapes sure. we kind of mentioned it yeah. la raison yeah. la yeah. raison de vivre la raison de être la... <laughs> oh no c'est la mauvaise raison la raison French puns, come French on. Puns. <laughs> come on. I'm at the level of making She needs to be French on TV puns. 5. Yeah. She so needs to be on Everything, the base, the basis is basis. the grape. Right, the grape. If, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you look after, as a winemaker, your grape well, then things are going to go well. If you decide like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to produce a lot of wine. I don't care too much about the quality of the grape. Then that's something else. Mm. Depends. Some people just want to produce a lot of wine wow. because yeah. they know their wine is going to be just okay. And some are going to be very selectful. Mm. They're going to be, okay, this is going to be very important. I need to cut these leaves in order to let the other breathe. Oh. And this for the rest of the two or 10 or 15 kilometers of, uh, of, of plots that I have. So, so you have got as a winemaker to be very careful about the sun, the weather, the animals, uh, how deep your roots will grow. Do they need anything? Do they have enough water? Do they feed? Wow. It's everything. So much goes Amazing. into So basically, it. if you have a, a very terrible wine, it means that the, the grape, grape is ah. average. The grape is average. Yeah, the grape. And it goes back it to has the, got to be very well, well balanced with the sugar and the acidity. Mm -hmm. If you have got way too much sugar or way too much acidity, it means probably that you haven't done the job properly before or because you have harvested too late or too, mm -hmm. too early. Mm -hmm. Can so I ask you, in wine production, how long does it take to produce a wine from start to finish of the... A year. You start with the harvest in late August or September. But before that is the very, very important part is that how your grape is going to, <coughs> to thrive, to glow, mm. to, uh, to evolve. Mm -hmm. And is there any disease? Do I have like um, uh, bugs? Do mm. I have mm. any other things? Do I have like even boars or that, that come and, 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 and eat your, your grapes? Oh so you have gosh. to be very, very cautious with that. Yeah. yeah. And once you've been doing this job carefully and that you, either ways you use obviously bad products mm. for the land. So yeah. you, you use plenty of products that will make sure that there is no disease at all, but it will destroy all the, the soil and the ground. Uh, and this is, this is very yeah. bad. Mm. Or you take risks and you use less of these products. But then maybe you'll, your, 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 your harvest will be, there, there will be less products, less grapes. Mm. Right? So what I mean is that winemakers, they take risks in, in the terms of that they don't use those products that will absolutely 100 protect your grapes. Some say, okay, I don't want to take any risk. I'm going to ruin the soil and I'm going to put plenty of chemicals. Oh, and oh then, okay, I'm going to have plenty of grapes, it. but it's fully, it's full of chemicals. You can taste that? No, you can't. Oh, right. No, you can't. But the thing is, if it's not bio, yeah. then you know that this guy is using chemicals. Yeah. He is. Because I've seen, noticed a lot of bio options in the supermarket here in France, more so than I noticed in England. Mm -hmm. Is that a very bio sort of meaning thrive, organic? Oh, sorry, organic. Is yep. that thriving here now in France? So two things about this. Obviously, it's, it's got a very, it's got a huge commercial impact. Right. Obviously, people like out their, their wine to be clean. 
and winemakers know it. But on top of that, um, we, we can't say like you can taste in a wine and say there are chemicals in there. It's mm. absolutely impossible mm. for, for people to know, okay, it's got chemicals. A wine is good or it's not or mm. it's okay, but you can't say, okay, this has been grown with chemicals. It's absolutely impossible to, to define it. Yeah. But it's just, it's a philosophy, you know? Mm. What do you want to do? Yeah. What do you want to do for your children? Yeah. How do you want to, what, what do you want to leave on the planet? Like, do you want to be selfish and like absolutely maximum, like um, um, have a lot of fruits and use chemicals and make sure you have plenty of wine to sell? Or you take the risk to use less chemicals yeah. and obviously have less grapes, but the quality will quality, be yeah. safer. So, so as 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 um, uh, consumers, do we want to try to choose organic wine? Where it possible? depends. I mean, it, I think it's a philosophy. You know, yeah. if you I like that, that. it's, it's conscious, isn't it? It's, con it's a conscious it's decision. It. Mm. It's all about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm okay to have wines that are that that do that winemakers that you do use chemicals i will try their wines because they're beautiful but at the end of the day am i happy with it no nah, i'm not okay with it you know mm. but the thing is in bordeaux for instance like the it's the stakes are so high that they're not those guys are not yeah. taking risks mm. <laughs> they are not taking risks because 100 and let's say 99 percent of the production will go abroad to the chinese to the right. americans and they don't want. They, they don't want to miss a bottle. The order. They order. don't want to miss a bottle. You know. Yeah. So yeah. full chemicals. Yeah. Wow. So when you let's go back to the grapes. Um, different grapes produce different aromas. wines. Yes, and different and aromas. aromas. Yes. Can you break down a few? We're gonna focus sure. on white wines today. Sure. sure. So what are the grapes that do the white wines that we know? The easy ones. Yeah, easy ones. So <laughs> Viognier. It's a grape variety that you'll mostly find in the south of the Rhone Valley. It comes usually with La Roussanne and La Marsanne. Those grape varieties are friends because they have a tendency to, uh, to have the same aromas, which are pear, apricot, um, nectarine. Mm, I love all, nectarine. All those white flesh fruits. Mm -hmm. Le Sauvignon Blanc, which you'll find in La Loire, which you'll find in other uh, regions in France, They will, they will bring like um, fruit exotic, exotic fruit mm -hmm. with a bit of acidity. But Sauvignon Blanc is the name of a wine. No, it's the name of a grape variety. Oh, you guys, what so you have a tendency to do is that what we were talking earlier is that you don't give a damn about the appellation where the wine has been produced. You only care about the grape variety. But the thing is, if you produce a Sauvignon in the south of France and if, if you produce a Sauvignon in Burgundy or anywhere else, it will, of, of course, it will be the same, but it's not exactly the same. Mm. Right. So you guys, when we you need order to slow away... down, Greg. We've, we, we're on basics, Greg. Can I get right. a Chardonnay? What is Appellation? Where's that bottle? You showed me a bottle. Okay. What is Appellation? You guys have cheeses in, in the UK. Yes. Stilton. Stilton means I can only produce my Stilton in this area. Okay? Yes. Which means if I produce Stilton in London, it's not Stilton it's anymore. Stilton. If I produce Stilton in Oxford, it's not Stilton anymore. Even if everything else is the same. Exactly. Because right. it, it, this is what we call le terroir. Oh, oui. Le terroir, it's everything. When, when it comes to nature, to the soil, to the ground, right. that's, that makes the appellation. Right. And also the appellation have very, very strict rules, mm. which means I cannot produce too many... Um, I cannot have too much juice when it comes to the harvest 
depending on the region I'm producing the wine. Let's say when you, when you go to Burgundy, the winemakers have, um, we, we call it the hecto par hectare, which means like hectoliters by, um, let's say you have like, a, it's, a very, it's a bit tricky to explain, but I, I'll make it. Let's say you have a plot, okay? It's, yeah. a, it's a square like that. Uh -huh. You cannot produce any more than, let's say, 1,000 liters per hectare. Mm. If you exceed this amount, it means that the quality will be less good. And that so, because of the soil? And, no, and it's, it's because of the appellation. They uh -huh. force you to right. produce wine in terms of quantities. So, and let's say you're in a, hang on, let's make myself clear. You're in a, in, you're in a vineyard. You have like plots one meter away from each other. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is what's written in the rules of producing Chateauneuf-du-Pape. Mm. It means your plots have got to be one meter away from each other yeah. and one meter fifty away from the other row. This is because if you get them too close, then they're gonna, they, there's going to be a lack of uh, water. Mm. They're, 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 the, the, the fruit, the, the quality of the fruit <gasps> will be less good. Yeah. So in order to produce a Chateauneuf-du-Pape, there are rules that you need to follow. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise... Everybody, even the Russians, even the Chinese, even the Americans, everybody can produce Chateauneuf-du-Pape. Right, and course. it doesn't make sense anymore. So it could, could sort of uh, maintains the standard and the quality. Exactly, and it's the standard. Yeah. Exactly, thank you for helping mm. me on that. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is. So, so obviously, appellation is very appellation, important. Appellation is so, where something is yes. grown. So obviously, if you guys from, from the UK, are you, you want to buy a, a wine in France, in a supermarket, in a cave, you have yes. got to know where you're buying you're buying your wine from, from. which region of France, and it will it will tickle it, it will it will give you advices. It will tell you, okay, this is going to be full bodied. This is going to be very lively. This is going to oh. be uh, this is going to be a very uh, what we call a solar wine is that uh, a wine that is coming from a region of France that is very sunny with a lot of mm. with a lot of sun, which means a lot of alcohol. She likes that one. I like when you said lively. lively. I'd like a lively bottle. Oh, I love bottle. alcohol because that makes me lively. Oi, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We are. Sorry if I'm getting too technical. No, we but love it's, it. I, I, yeah, it's, 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 just, it's such a, um, an, an, it's such a an endless, endless yes. world that it's very tricky to help somebody stepping yes. in this yeah. world. But I mean, with a few advices that we're going to go through, yeah. I'm sure you guys will be able for... 10 quid, 15 quid, yeah, that's you, you're good to go. Yeah, good. You're exactly. good to go. You're good to go. So I heard you say a Pinot Grigio when you're referring... To, no, did you say Pinot? No, what did you say? Pinot Rouge. Pinot Rouge. Yes. Did you say that? Cherry. No, no, no. You oh. said you said the name of a grape and I said, oh, that's the name of the wine. And then, Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Sorry, that was it. Yes. Sauvignon Blanc. You so, said you, you described that as the name yes. of the grape. Yes. So but a I grape know it as the name of the wine. Yes, because it's, this is bad. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, this God, is bad. So bad. No, I mean, um, it's not that this is bad, but this is well, just you when shouldn't, you shouldn't. When, when you yes, when you talk about the grape variety, whereas the appellation, this is not good. Mm. First of all, this is the appellation that needs to stand out. You need to know what you're buying. This yeah. is this is coming from Burgundy. This is coming from Bordeaux. This is coming from South East. This mm -hmm. is coming from the Rhone Valley. I wonder if I can ask one question that sure. just popped into my yeah, mind when you were talking. Of course. Um, what is the value that 
you personally or maybe the industry places on all the categorizations and the awards and the different competitions because when you go into the supermarket as a Brit you're like wow this is a silver medalist wine gold medalist bright and there's, there's so, so many, many different awards yeah isn't and do you I, mean, I, mean, I was told only look to look at the Paris concourse let's see that's, what do you feel about I mean, it are there too many this is only Grégoire Brocas talking yes okay. your opinion okay I believe it means not a lot <gasps> not a lot because let's say you're in a uh, concours of mm. wine and you have like 10 different categories of concours mm. and in each categories you have like let's say six seven eight nine winemakers how easy is it to get a medal when you when you were gonna get a medal to the top three right yeah so what does it really mean if you I mean if you're getting to the top three of one category to one concours I mean doesn't it's easily it's easy it's, you're easy, saying, it's easy to get to the top and, <laughs> and one makers want to have this medal because they know they it's sell gonna, more. it's going to be the best sellers. Yeah. But because that's the thing. I go to a shop and I'm looking for the stickers of the Concours. So if a wine does not have a sticker, I, could I we still value them and say, Do you know of what, course. you might be good, you just didn't enter the competition. Of course. Yeah. But once again, we are talking about... Um, uh, supermarkets. Yeah. Mm. Supermarkets, they obviously don't have the same wise and close selection that a wine shop right. would have. Yes. What though what these guys are thinking, like it's Sells. it's it's mass production. Mm. So you're gonna find product that have been produced in a lot of quantities. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. obviously when you select a, a product that has been produced in so many quantities, obviously the quality is a bit is is less mm. is less good. And that's the difference when you enter a wine shop. These guys, they will have a selection, their own selection within the millions of yeah. wines. Obviously, yeah. they, they okay, but so you can't they, go wrong, they, they, really. They, yes, you can because <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can because you also have to have wines that are five quid, six yeah. quid, seven quid, and then okay to me, everyone. This budget. is going to be an okay wine. Not to the, the aromas; they, they won't la they won't last too long. Mm. But it's six quid or seven quid. You know, you have to you have to make it work for. Everybody's budget, yeah, I believe. Yeah. But you have to understand that in a in a supermarket, these guys they want to make money. Yeah, of course, profit. of course, they have good wines. But walking a wine shop, it will make a very. Oh, it makes big me want to go to the wine shop yes. now yeah. to get the wine. It makes I mean, a, it makes a difference. We, we can then recommend based on your recommendation if you are able to go to a wine shop do so for, but if if you yeah. can only arrive if you can only get to a supermarket just make sure you know your taste yeah. depending right. on the wine you're buying from and, and so, where it's been produced okay so how do we know our taste we're first going to look at where it's produced the appellation ah then that's you have to know a few you can't you can't know them all mm. i've learned them all it's it's It's, it's, I know that I like personally. I like Alsace wines. Very they're, sweet. They're, they're beautiful. Very sweet. Some it. of them are sweet. sweet. Some yeah. of them are dry. They do brilliant. Oh. They and, do. And why is it so, like that's what I can't get my head around? Sweet, and then the opposite is dry. So it, it it's so and not sour. Two things. <laughs> two things. When you when you harvest, you decide to harvest at the right time, which means the, the in in the grape you'll have the same amount of sugar and the same amount of acidity and a bit of water as well. When you decide to harvest a little bit after, then the water will evaporate and the sugar will concentrate. Mm. That's how you'll get your sweet wines. Right. Sweet white wines. Yes. Okay. On top of that, the winemaker, he will decide if it's getting technical. Yeah. So the yeasts, 
that are the yeast. Is that, yeast. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. We're not getting into beer now. This is a wine talk still. The yeast. If you want to <laughs> transform wine from a grape, wa- grape juice from wine, it has got to do la transformation alcoholique, mm-hmm. which means you have got to the yeast have got to eat the sugar and turn them into alcohol. Wow. Which means let's let, let's put it this way: if you harvest a little bit afterwards, you will get a concentration of sugar. That's, yeah. that's when they do their sauterne, for instance, in Bordeaux. If you want to um, have a bit of sweetness in your wine, you can decide that the yeasts are not going, are not going to eat all the sugar and they're going to leave it a little bit. Okay. You're going to stop the fermentation alcoholic and then it's going to be a, sh- a little bit of sugar left. Right. It happens in the white wines. Mm-hmm. It happens in the red wines as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it depends on the philosophy of the winemaker. It depends on, um, obviously, who you're targeting. Is it worth tr- choosing a winemaker and sort of following their career or sort of like going, yes. like, I like this yes. winemaker? Yes. Wow. Yeah. First of all, I believe that y- you have got to know your budget, how much money you're willing to spend, mm. and then um, getting to know the French geography of the wines which is basically... Yeah, can you run it down yeah, in a basic it, it's, way? It's not, mm. too, it's not too complicated. I would divide it in light wines and strong wines for a very, very, very basic start. Like right, okay. Yes. People who are like... In, don't the come wine. for us. This is a basic... This is, this is a basic for the Brits. British, British basics. basics. So, basically, the, southern, the, the, the more south you go... Mm-hmm. Yeah the more sun you'll find. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you can t- translate it in the, into the stronger wine you'll find. Mm. Sun means sugar. Sugar means alcohol. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I've got my leaves on my, on my grape. The leaves are going to um, try and kiss the sun. Yeah. When they have kissed the sun, they have plenty of sugar. Love when it. they have plenty of sugar, the yeast are going to turn it into alcohol. So it's stronger. Mm. Yes. More sun. Which means when you, the, 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 the more you go up north, when yeah. la Burgundy, yeah. La Loire, the lightest the wine will be. Yeah. Okay. In terms of color. In terms of color, in terms of alcohol. In mm. terms of alcohol and in, ter- yes. in terms Taste. of texture, because mm. of the grape variety you'll use. Mm-hmm. The grape variety that you use in the south of France, they are not going to be able to thrive in the north of France. Because they need way more sun. sun. Okay. Oh my gosh. Do you know what? So, that, that's making so, me thirsty. Yeah. yeah uh, sh- can shall I have we? one? Can yeah. I just have one last question? <laughs> sure, 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 sure. You know, because I'm, I'm like the, I'm like the non I'm like the teetotal ahead, one. So I could. Oh, um, well, yeah. um, so when I go to the supermarket yes. and I see the wines, let's say one from 2019 yes. and one from 2022. Yes. What does that indicate to me? Quite a bit. Mm. Quite a bit. Once again, um, do we have to know if it was a good year? I hear people say, no. "Oh, that was a good year." No, no. When, when it comes to wines from seven to thirteen euros, you don't give a damn. Basically, okay. no, you really don't. You really don't. Unless you don't want to buy a wine from bloody two thousand and one. <laughs> if we, if it's two thousand and twenty-three, you know. There's oh, something. I don't. I thought because I always had in my head the older the wine, the from, better it from is. From seven euros to thirteen euros. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. No. Because yeah. that's my yeah. budget. And, I'm and not going to lie. Seven to 13 <laughs> sounds very nice. You, to you me. won't find a very, very old vintage when it comes to those budgets. So mm-hmm. if, you, 
if you are listening to us and you have like from 7 euros to 13 to 15 euros budget to buy a red or a white wine in a supermarket, don't pay attention to the vintage mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the appellation, to mm. where it's and been produced. Is where it's been produced. Where it's been produced. Then it's going to give you hints. Yeah. But the, the, the vintage, you only talk about vintage when you talk about premium wines. Right. Okay. And that's not us. Or yet. Wines, yeah, we're not premium yet. kind of or wines, <laughs> you want, or wines you want to age for, let's say I have got someone working in my shop. Okay. My son was born in 2018. Yeah. What red wine can I buy that so last. that I can have a have a um, have a toast with him when he's going to be 18 oh i then, love that you did that for us actually you gave yes, us a wine yes, yes. for boy boy yes. should we examine it <laughs> he goes up we put and i've put oh, a post-it note on it's it yeah, it's too early yes I put it's gonna be beautiful no, so yeah, when he's 18 gonna, yeah when he's 18 yes. we're gonna have it I and, and, and greg oh told God. me do not open this so wine. for instance yeah. if you want to 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 buy a red wine or a white one because it can happen sometimes that gonna be Uh, drinkable in 18 years it has got to spend time in oak barrels right obviously right. obviously because it's gonna give him the um, the power to grow old oh, basically nice. okay the And wood is gonna give a lot of texture a lot of um a lot of help to the to the to, to the liquid to grow old Nice Gracefully. and easy. Yes. yes. And when you yes. store when you store that wine for 18 years, yes. where's the best place to store it? Because here in France we've got calves. Yeah, it's tricky. It's But tricky. in the UK you don't have calves. So the main really. the main you have to say what a calf is. Um, the, uh, the main uh, enemy. Yeah. So listeners who don't know, um, a calf is like a room with. I mean, our one we've got a like uh, um, the floor isn't isn't sort of finished. It's yep. kind of like concrete floor unfinished and it's quite cold it's at the bottom of the house so the, the, the biggest um, problem with aging wine is the light and the difference of temperature mm. and, and and the humidity as well you need to have humidity but not too much right. and you have to have like temp- of, of course you don't want to store your wine where where for Sun. summertime it's 30 degrees and winter time minus 10 yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so at the bottom of our house we've got a cave in a lot of the um, apartment buildings in france There's calves. Yeah. Mm. There's calves, which yes. I love. A lot of people just store their skis in there and their. You can actually, you can actually age and store your wine in there. And yeah, yeah. sure. Otherwise, you, you can. You, you, England, if you have an apartment and you don't have like a cave, you can buy like we can we call it like um in in, in a cave like the very squared one you oh, buy cool. from a shop and this will able you to age your wine yeah. and also just to store it. For instance, you buy a, a 15 euros wine that don't need to be aged oh, for 10 years. But, you but a year. Stop, but you just need you know, to keep it there for yeah. a while, for a year yeah. or two, and then you make... I love that. Yeah. I love Solution. it. Right, let's, let's, pop, let's pop it. All right, guys. What we're going to do is have a little bit of a pause. We have got some wines um, and Greg is going to take us through the tasting process Yay, it. of it. So <laughs> bear with So this one is coming from Anjou. Anjou is a appellation from La Loire. They produce plenty of white wines, plenty of red wines, and also a lot of sweet white La wines. Loire. So dry one bio, bio yeah. white wines made of chenin. Three steps when you taste a wine. Okay. First, you look at it, then you smell it. You've got more then than me, that's what I say. It. 
because I love white whenever wine. Whenever I look the at mathematician. wine, whenever I look at wine, I always see who's got more than me. Natalia doesn't know anything about quantities unless you can uh, Right, so, so what did you, you say? say? Look at it. You said look so at it. So the main thing by um, what you want to do when you look at a wine is to see if if it's got a disease or not. Oh my God, how, 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 so how clear it is. So if, if you have like some kind of little cloud on top of it, if it's getting, if it's a bit trouble, I'm not sure how to say that. Troubled? Troubled, yep. I don't know. Yeah. So it's, yeah. the, it's the opposite of clear. Yeah. What, what uh, would so be cloudy maybe. So cloudy, which means there might be a disease. Uh, uh, if that's let, why people go, when they, that's why people look at the wine inside the glass. Yeah. Yes, you make sure. So usually you have like a white piece of paper then you go like that and you have got a, also a look at the reflects of the okay, wine. Okay, ah. so is let me just explain to audio listeners. So what Greg is saying is that when you, you have a white piece of paper and you kind of tilt the glass yes. so that the wine is now sort of on the side of the glass and that's when you're looking, that enables you to see through the uh, Two things, the when you look at a wine, you want to make sure it's healthy and also you, what you can what you can figure out is how old the wine is. How would we figure that out? Because if it was very, um, for instance, this, when you look at it, it's, uh, it's yellow, but it also has got silver, kind of silver and almost greenish um, cercle, circles on, on by the sides, which means it's a young wine. If it would have been orange, it would have been a very old wine white wine right so by the color of it you are you can be able to know how old the the white or the red wine is yes yeah. yeah. when it comes to white um you you can't go wrong i mean it turns orange it turns bloody orange and you know it's very very old and that you have to 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 take care of it this the color is a classic wine Slightly yellow, a bit greenish on the side. You know, it's a young, yeah, see a it's a youngster. Greenish. This one is a youngster. And our bottle oh, says 2021. 2021. Youngster. Youngster. Still young. So this is, a, this is a good way to start our, our, our wine tasting because this is only one grape variety, which means it's going to help us to actually detect what aromas <gasps> this grape variety is going to give us. Yeah, I love so, it. Can I just also, do you know already, Greg? You, do you know the aroma that you would be expecting yes. from this wine? Right? But, That's interesting. But can but, I just also say, this says Appellation Anjou Contrôlé. Which means you cannot produce Anjou in Chateauneuf-du-Pape. You cannot produce Anjou in Switzerland. Where you is can, this from? Loire. Loire. So you can only produce Anjou in Anjou. Anjou. In Anjou. Oh, Anjou is the Which place. Which means it has got a designated area. Area. Okay. If you go, if you pass, if your plots are after this area that has been designated to be, um, uh, to, to produce the best wine in Anjou, then you're not called Anjou anymore. Mm. Oh my God. You're called something else. Something else. You better okay. believe it. Okay. So, right. So, 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 we, so cheers. We, so cheers. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. First of all, cheers. Cheers. So first, when we look at it, we know it's it's, it's quite clear. It's quite young. It's got no disease. Good. So that's that's first of all a good sign. Then when when you start and then next smelling is what it. Smelling. So you don't have to go too deep with okay. your nose. Like Was I too uh, deep? No, no, no. You were not. But just you, you doesn't have to go. First, you can go like very, with one, how do you call it? Nostril. 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 Just with, with one. Okay, then you're good to go. Okay. One at a time, and then you can go. Okay, then it gives you a I hint. I don't know what I'm trying to smell. Yes, because it's, it's very tricky. 
because <laughs> sometimes grape varieties are very expressive, such as Le Vionnier, such as Sauvignon Blanc. Mm -hmm. Chenin is a bit, you have to know. You, you have, have to, to know. know. So what, what you get here is mostly um, apple, a bit of pear, and you can tell that it's going to be a very acetic wine. Just, right. by, just, by, just by the, the, the smell of it, mm. you know it's not sweet by the smell of it. You know you're going to have like, you, you ain't going to have honey aromas. It's not going to be jammy. It's going to be fresh fruit. Yeah. Because right now it smells of wine. And oh, I'm Lord. trying to find... <laughs> <laughs> can, can, I, can I tell a story? I'm just going to... I know it's tricky, guys, but once... No, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm no, just no. saying. I'm just saying. What's your story, Kat? There's an app called uh, Vivino, is it? Oh, yeah, Vivino. And over Christmas, I love Vivino. Well, first Christmas in France, my sister okay, and some people... Okay, two things about this wine. Then. Okay, they had this app where you uh, review wines, and Natalia's review was just blanket. It was the same review for all of the wines, which was... What was your review? Goes down smooth. Goes down smooth, not even smooth. If you want to let it go oh. down smooth... Do you know how we call it? <laughs> go down smooth in French? Glue glue. Glue glue. And glue glue, it okay. means... Okay, so for instance, this is a very typical... Am I ready to drink it now? Yes, you are. Okay. And once you drink it, you'll make the difference between the step with the nose and the mouth. And, this is the whole... and what do I do? Do I just take it and pull it all around in my mouth? Yes, if you wanted, you could oxygenate it. How through, do I do that? Through doing... Taking a, a sip. Let's see. Okay. Le leaving your mouth this way. And then... You, you... Wait, she spat it already. <laughs> It's 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 no. Oh, I think she's vomiting. I didn't spit it. I was in. I was oxygenating. No, it's 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 tricky, guys. Guys, it's tricky. It's tricky. I know what it is. What you're trying to say? You suck it up. You like. Yep. And then you try to try and make bubbles, like. And just like when you're washing your your. You're, when you're doing the... Um, Brushing your teeth? Yeah. You're doing the other way around. Oh, like gargling. You, you like gargling. Yeah. Gargle, forward, forward. gargle. Yeah, that's but, it. But okay. can I do the forward gargle over my bowl or not? Yes, you can. Thank you. Yes, you can. Okay. Unless you buy a very, very expensive wine. It's very acidic. It is, but you have to understand that sometimes wine, they are not too expressive when it comes to aromas that you can get with your nose. It's only when you drink it drink and when it. you swallow it or when you spit it that you'll get most of the aromas. Mm. It's, it's beautiful wines that are going to be very expressive when it comes to... Nice. Sometimes they're a bit closed. They don't want to... I they feel don't like this is closed. It is a little bit, but then once you swallow it, once you take it in your mouth, mm. it's much livelier. I'm and then you've to... got the aromas. I can't remember. I forgot to get the receipt. Um, from upstairs I can't remember how much we spent on this one how much I, would you say we I, spent on it Greg from 13 to 15 yeah, euros yeah it's about yeah I think it was about that I think to, to me for anyone who's watching on YouTube we will put the price on the screen but at home I can't remember so <laughs> I quite like this one it is yeah. so what I would say is that um, I was I, I was going to say I agree with you when you say that you don't get much when you smell it you mm. do you don't you don't you, don't, you, don't, you, there, you can't say like it's it's obvious that it smells like this or like that. Good there job. wasn't a lot of aromas in when you smell it. But mm. then, once you have it in your mouth, what is very interesting is that the texture is not too thick. It's not yeah, too yeah. thin. Mm. And then, 
once you swallow it, you've got those very, uh, la, we, we call it la, gra, la Granny Smith. Granny Smith is a type of apple, is the green one. Oh, the Granny, granny Smith! Yeah. That's, granny what you Smith. Get. That's what you get. That's exactly what you get. And, and once you've swallowed it, You've got a little bit. Are you making? Are you guys making no, fun? No, no, no. You no, guys no, are making fun of my accent. I wasn't. She was. You mean the granny ブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイクブレイ
No red wine oh, with cheese. I actually have a question oh, for you. It's fully have... white wine. Can I just... Shut up! Not fully, but like 90% of the time, no, you have to go I white. I, I wonder if you can make me a recommendation because with my housemates we're going to do a vin, a fromage dégustation. Yeah, right? sure. Uh, we're going to do a wine and cheese tasting. So I wonder if you can either on sure. air or off air sure, sure. offer sure. me a recommendation yeah, so I can sure, wow sure. these. Uh, well, we're all it's like a, it's, it's like a very <laughs> old and bad habit that French and European people have yeah. to pair the cheeses with the reds, can and it, drink, it is a catastrophe. Can you drink white wine, red wine, white wine, or when you drink is red, it, you can never go back to white? Uh, hang on. Okay, hang on, hang so... on. Red before white is all right. Yeah. <laughs> wine before beer, you're dead. Okay, okay, okay. I get, I, I get you. Um, I, I feel like I'm always saying it depends. Yeah. Um, you would have a tendency to go white and then reds mm. because the tannins and the wood that it is contained in red wines, if you start off with a red, then you might not feel much with a white wine. Mm. But sometimes white wines are full-bodied, very woody. But let's put it this way. You want to start with the white and f in, the, in the order, start with wine, white and then reds, I would say. But then if you have an assiette de fromage, like a, a, a plate of cheese gets, to end your dessert, it gets tricky, gets tricky, gets tricky man. Yeah, of course. That's why you get your British mixing, mixologists. But to be honest <laughs> with you, if, if you want to be a proper sommelier yeah. and bloody pair one dish with one glass of wine, nobody does it. Um, nobody does it. Uh, only in like super fancy restaurants, yeah. they're going to they're gonna pair your very small entree with a bit of uh, champagne and then with the scallops with a bit of white and then your, um, let's say, your, your veal with, some, with a beautiful pinot and then you're going to mm. end up with a white sweet wine. Right. At home... No, 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 nobody does no, it. No. So that's why when someone walks in my shop and they okay, I'm going to have, uh, let's say, charcut uh, hams yeah. for a start. Then I'm going to have a bit of fish, a bit of meat, then a fresh fruit salad They're and then a chocolate off. cake. Yeah. Is there one wine that's going to come no. with everything? I'm like, oh, mate, come on. Just pick like. your fave. So you have to, it's very difficult to like to have the perfect wine and pairing and with each dish it's yeah, very it's difficult yeah. unless unless you're professional unless you have like billions of bottles to open yeah otherwise i mean you don't sometimes you don't want to waste which no, i can understand the it's a bit sad to do that but you have to do it like the, the less worse way yeah yes yeah if i can yeah, put it this I love way that. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the other wine yeah, that sure. de. because that obviously de. you hated this one I don't know if I should say this now but I think uh, my tip my top tip yeah. is to do what you said look at the wine smell the wine and then swirl it around in your mouth because like I really feel it just opened up yes. like all of those aromas And I even swallowed just a little tiny bit, and, and I actually found powerful. it quite pleasant. It's very powerful because I felt like I felt like the aromas kind of merged. It wasn't separated. I felt they really merged together, and it was very pleasant. So you see, in, in this in this wine, you have got this. Just um, up to get the um, other one. A bit of a uh, how do you call liod in English? You know, it's know. it's very it's the salt that comes with the what with the um, with the with the sea. You know, oh. when it's a bit salty, yeah. how do you call that? Is there, what, is the there... salty water? Yeah. Well, salty water, this is oh, what... the foam, the, the sea foam. Yes, this is what it reminds me of, which means I want to have oysters with oh, this. Oh, nice. 
not a fan See, of oysters. I want to have yeah. oysters. I want to have scallops. I want to have shrimps. Yeah. That's when it, you know? Yeah, it gives you like the sea sensation. And also in the sea, you have got this acidity that mm. you find in this white wine. Yeah. So you don't want to go with uh, roast beef with this, obviously. No. You don't want to go with, um, let's say, uh, an, an ratatouille. No. You, you want to go with white flesh meat. Yeah. Duck chicken for instance yeah. or something very salty nice. which coming from uh, the, the sea like oysters shrimps scallops maybe crabs why not this would perfectly match nice we have got our second white wine it's called Gofia Bourgogne yes donc this Bourgogne is l'appellation d'origine contrôlée Bourgogne is a very large area so the largest the area is the, the more wine producers you'll find and the, the smallest the wine the, the appellation is sometimes it can mean the better the wine will be oh. which means if you if you produce a wine let's say in 10 kilometers square it means that there has got to be something exceptional, exceptional. like for instance for in burgundy from one plot to another it can be very different like the wine you'll get even if like your grape variety is here your, your your plant is here like 100 meters the other way it will produce a quality wine a very 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 much much better wow so this I'm going is to open this one i always i will i uh, there's yeah, something yeah. that i want to yes, say sure sure um i'm reminded because i've got this uh opener it's, it's the one Do that you, you kind of yes it, what's the, is this got a special name yes so Did this, this, this to us as well yes le, le sommelier that's that's what it's called is the, the we call it the unbreakable mm. once you've got this it never breaks but it's a bit tricky because there's this little Thing you don't really know how to use. So, so it's let's describe for people who are listening. It's the wine opener that has... It hasn't got the sort of holder that you screw. It's got two levels. So it's got the corkscrew part yes. uh, with a kind of double kind of pushy level. Yes. That, that's, that's exactly. And But my point that I want to make is that I think everybody should learn how to open yes. wine with so one of these. First of all, use your thumb in order in order to make sure you you use this part at the very center of the cork so, so the, obviously i'm not an expert the tip of the corkscrew at the you very use your center. thumb and then you make sure it goes so you're putting the thumb of your second hand onto the bottle yep. and it's sort of sticking up and then and you then, put the ah. corkscrew it goes in the middle it's exactly in the middle then Brilliant. i'm gonna go i'm gonna turn okay and then i want to go very strong, okay? Strong. One, ah, strong one turn, two, two turn. at least three times. And then when you, when it's, see, this is good to go. You don't need to go You don't need stronger. to go all the way down. No. Oh, or no, stronger, no. stronger. You don't need to push any stronger because I have like, um, um, how, I'm not sure how you call this three part. Three turns. Yeah, but this is in the very, very middle of the cork. So you're not going to break the cork. Then you turn around like a few times and then you're going to use this first part to kind of, uh, um, enable your cork to go upper for, for a little bit, like just like a few centimeters. Okay? Just uh -huh. like that. Yes. And then you're going to use the other part, which is going to enable you to release the rest of the cork. Rest of the cork. Okay? If you want to act like you're a sommelier, oh. you never make like the... 
pop. You never. never? Oh, oh no. but that's the best. That, that's so like do that's that. so. You don't do basic. that. That's the best so bit. You just go just like that. Okay. Wiggle, wiggle. You wiggle it. Yep. You wiggle, wiggle the wiggle, cork wiggle, and then, you lift it up. And then eventually you smell it. You smell the cork. It has got to smell aromas. It hasn't. If it smells the cork, then it means the wine is corked. And I you, need to know what a cork smells like. We will never know. If it's know. corked, you know all the way. You know. Literally right, down in a second. This first one. Don't you just hate it when a cork breaks? Oh, that's yes. the worst thing. Yes. At house when, party. My, my very At first house party. Yeah, I, I, I broke a cork on a very, very good wine, and it was obviously it was a disaster. Does it ruin the wine? No, it when doesn't. You get, like the cork bits inside. No, because then there was a guy that was very experienced next to me, and he kind of um, salvaged yeah, But he wasn't fully broken. Like the cork didn't fell into the liquid. Yeah, obviously. yeah, you don't want that to happen. But uh, yeah, let's try with it. Let's try. Let's this try. One. So that's in Burgundy. It's very easy to learn the grape variety I you can Burgundy use. Burgundy was red, red and white. Oh, it's it's red, but it's I'm not gonna say mostly white, but it's very very white. Oh, the one of the um, the things that the lords used to say when they were like planting grape varieties in the soil dark soil red wine white soil white wine segregation oh <laughs> this is it man let's just bring it here so yeah yeah <laughs> right, let's so very something something you guys need to know is that in burgundy two grape varieties chardonnay for the whites Pinot for the reds. Right, okay. In a few appellations, you can use uh, Aligoté and, uh, and uh, Sauvignon, but mostly Chardonnay, mostly Pinot. Okay? It's very Oops, light. <laughs> so, yes, very light. Do you so see, very young. This is very Do you light. see any disease? No. Any... Any uh, cloudiness in in French we call it le dépôt. It means like is there something deposit. at the very yeah any deposit? No, I don't no. I don't I don't see any. The Sometimes you get deposits at the end of a wine. Yes, when the when the like red, red wine, red wine yeah, when, when they yeah. go old, which is natural and it's it's not a bad thing. So what year oh was this God, one? Oh my God, this smells so different. What vintage? It's got nothing to do. Um, I was gonna, I'm, I'm going to go for a very young, like 20 to 21. So this, you don't want to age it because I'm, I don't know if it's going to gain in complexity. If, yeah. you, if you're going to get plenty of other aromas in mm. two or three years time mm. probably the acidity will be less present but i don't know if the wine will get any better yeah in, uh, okay can i drink it now sure but i'm smelling like honey can you smell honey uh, um, can you yeah. smell something sweet it's less citrusy. i'm gonna say flowers it's less citrusy it's well, yeah flowers. flowers flowers for sure oh no definitely flowers flowers for sure see i want to get it right you no, know but you have to develop your palate now Yes, but the, you see, when, 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 you, when your nose is very f close to a flower, you know, it's yeah. got something, you can almost smell the humidity, you can almost smell like there's something humid to next to you. But, but now that you say flowers, it smells just like that. Yes, I think that's what but I was trying to say. Now, Natalia, that's what I was telling you. Now you know that this smells like flower, you'll know next time. Yeah. This doesn't mean, obviously, fruit. This means Flower. flowers, okay? And then, and then what makes the difference between us and a professional is that a professional is going to talk to you about 
the type of flower. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I wanted nothing. to ask that. I know, you know? Rose. Greg. What would you say? What type of flower does this evoke for you? I'm not Hibiscus. gonna. I'm not gonna take any risk. I'm gonna say white flowers. Ooh. So it can be, you know, yeah, and it's it's Daisy. too it's, it's too technical. It's getting very very technical. Yeah. Then. Well, uh, I'm ready to taste it. You have it. got when it comes to wine, you have got to be humble at least a little bit. Yeah. I know. I know a little bit, but yeah, you know, so I'm not gonna. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a world out there. So, no diseases. I can so I've white wine. Gone in, I've already gone in for the taste. What do you say? The, Better than the other one. Do you like when you smelled it? Would you say that it was more expressive than the than the previous? In a yeah, more... it spoke to me more. Okay. The other one felt a bit more citrusy, even yes. when you smelt it. Definitely. So you could yeah. really feel that it was going to be acidic. Correct. And this one feels, feels like it might be smooth. Yeah, a bit more soothing <laughs> and uh, mm. maybe warm. Yes. I feel like it might give me a bit of warmth. Oh, this is very good. Oh, let me try. So if it... less, way less. Acidity. I, I, I wonder, acidity. I even wonder if this wine spent a bit of time in oak barrel, probably Ooh. like a month or two, because the texture is a bit thicker than the other one. Yeah. It's slightly, I would, I'm not going to say woodier, but you can say that the, um, the wine, it takes more room yeah. in your mouth. I don't know if it makes I, sense. I, I feel like it's very, f it's, f it's more, it's fuller mm. bodied. Mm. Like I feel like, That's I felt like very the, um, when I was swirling it around my mouth, I really felt, maybe, can I say, it just felt a bit maturer. Yeah. I yeah. felt a bit more maturer mm. and, and like deeper and, mm -hmm. and more fuller bodied than the other one was very light. Mm. Yeah. So I think I Did like, you spit? I did spit. Okay, so one other thing is that Wine tasters, they always spit. They never swallow. Why? It's because when you swallow, you miss a lot of the aromas. And when you I'm missing the aromas, then what Catherine's yeah. getting? But I'm yes. going to swallow uh, you, you can. afterwards. But, but just uh, letting you know, guys, yeah. that it's also because you get drunk, obviously, if you, if you swallow all you the wine. Impaired. But um, there's like a kind... It's called the retro olfaction, which means there's like... Um, um, how can I put this? There is, there is something happening between the back of your nose and your mouth. Mm. And when you spit, the alcohol and everything is going to help you keep the aromas yeah. when you spit. Whereas when you swallow, you're going to miss a little bit. Yeah. Try this at home. Swallow one wine and then spit it. You'll see that when you spit it, you'll have the alcohol. Everything will be much more um, present in your yeah. mouth. The aromas will be long-lasting. Yeah. Whereas when you swallow, you might... It was like an Miss overture, if yeah. I go with my music uh, analogies, because the other one was like a little bit of the crescendo, but this this was like the overture, it felt like, you know, like the real beginning, like it, it started one way, mm. and when I was swirling it, it just felt like it was developing, yeah. you know, and just building, you know? So you like this one best, I guess. I prefer this I one. I like both of them. Okay, that's good. What, what is the difference between these two wines? Flowers. No flowers. And no flowers. Fruit. Yeah. W did you say fruit? Mm -hmm. Like this one fruitier? Uh, the first one was fruitier. Okay. Then, in then citrus I in terms okay. of citrus. Yes. But do you know what? Whenever, like, I never get citrus, like, desserts. But, like, do you know, like, some people get, like, lemon sh um, sorbet. And I, I never get that. Mm. I so never. This is what I was telling you um, before the podcast. Yeah. Like, it brings back 
a hell lot of memories wine. Mm. If you never had a lemon pie, it is going to be tricky for you to detect lemon in mm. a wine. If you've had plenty of lemon wines and you're into lemons and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Of course, oh, this is lemon. And you can also go to say, this is going to be kumquat or cedra. You know, these mm. types of lemons, the Asian one or blah, blah, blah. So it's everything that you Have feel ever. and you taste and you smell in a wine has got something to do with with what you've been and wh where you've been and what you've done before. Yeah, the aromas, what your mama... Uh, used to cook for you for dinner mm. where you used to spend your Wednesday afternoon in the markets or in the streets or blah 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 mm -hmm. those these they're gonna they're, they're, they're gonna, gonna come back all of a sudden and if you've never had those certain experiences can you sort of start now what by, by testing and identifying I believe you can yeah. I believe you can by by Just learning hope. with professionals mm. and when you're like okay there is this main aroma I don't know what it is yeah then there's gonna be this guy telling you This is passion fruit. Yeah. Mm. This oh, is apricot. Yeah. Mango. Yeah. Mm. Yummy. And, Pineapple. And, right. And, 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 and it, will, it will help. It will help. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, I want to get on to some scenarios. Yeah. For, for you, Greg. Basic stuff? Basic we'll scenarios. Keep it basis British. Just, 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 just things that a lot of people might have come across in their life. A breakup wine, you mean? Oh, do you, have, do you no. break up with wine? You are so break French, man. A breakup wine. A break. No, but let's not, not go this way. But this is me, and I love I, I love thinking that there is a wine for every occasion. occasion. Well, so this is what we're talking break about. Break up with somebody. Would you give like a nice wine because you're saying thank you for the relationship? It depends. Or a it's horrible not, wine. Yeah, it depends. Like a two pound fifty wine. It depends on <laughs> it depends on your partner, I guess. And yeah, and why the reason? Yeah. If you, if, if it was if, like a beautiful breakup, would you uh, give? Then, yeah, oh yes. just like uh, we're uh, just uh, going separate ways. If you have been with a girl or with a guy with for five, six, seven years, you can be in love with someone. Yeah. But. It's not working. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This happens. Yeah. You have been in love for a few years, but you know that in the everyday life, things are not going well and mm. it's getting tricky and you know that it's better it's if... Okay, it's time. Mm. What's the wine? <laughs> well, first of all, I wouldn't recommend like um, a dinner. I would just recommend the wine like raw, like, like it is. Yeah. And I would recommend either a very light Pinot, very expressive, with a very silky texture. White or red? Red. Red. Pinot, Pinot Noir. Yeah. Or I would recommend a very um, um, exuberant, which means like a... Exuberant. Exuberant Sauvignon from La Loire with plenty of passion fruit, Whoa. plenty of acidity, like a bit of an explosion in the mouth yes. to remind you of how your couple... Was, yeah. was, but this is, I mean, this is just, this is just me. This is just me. This is just me. Okay. And uh, on the other way around, if like you're with your roommate and the fucker has been like having a party until 6 a.m., whereas you were supposed to have an exam, yeah. you give him like a good old vaqueras, which is a red, a red wine from the north of the, uh, the south. Hasn't got no sun. And. <laughs> it's got it's got plenty of sun and it and it's it's very it's got plenty of tannins and it will actually it, it, there will be a rush in your mouth where you will feel the tannins and it will be very strong. It's sometimes when you don't want that you're not very happy to have this kind of wine. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you want to yeah, yeah. make yeah. a statement. You, you have Make that, a statement. You inconsiderate bastard. <laughs> 
Right. Your partner's <laughs> parents' house for the first time. Yes, yes. You're meeting your partner's yes. parents for the first time. Yes. You're going to their house. Yes. What are you bringing in terms of the wine? How cool the parents are. Are they like... We don't know. We're meeting them for the first time. No, but you, you know your boyfriend and your boyfriend or your Our girlfriend boyfriend. might have... He, he might have told you like, okay, they are very... Conservative or, okay. or free. I would recommend Bubbles. Oh, uh, spark- yes. we haven't even Sparkling. touched on that. Yes. We would, haven't I, even touched on champagne. I would recommend the champagne. Yes, oh. champagne. Champagne. That's but very impressive. Don't go, don't go cheap on the champagne because what, what region? What? How much? So, champagne is a region. Price yes. point. Sorry. Yes, price. Oh, so sorry, regional price. So, point. Sometimes <laughs> you can find. So it's like in Chateau Neuf du Pape. You can find the Chateau Neuf du Pape that is twelve or thirteen euros, just like you can find the champagne that is fourteen or thirteen or twelve euros. Oh, but. It's in just fact, because these these winemakers they only um, they only follow the rules to produce the wine, but it doesn't mean the champagne is gonna be okay. They're not passionate about it. No, they're not, and they just want their champagne to be to have like the etiquette champagne because they know it's gonna be sold in a Instantly. second. Yeah. In a second, be- just because it says champagne. Top it up. But, excuse me. Yeah, go for it. Would you like some more? Yeah, why not? <laughs> So go for like let's say if you're in France for 20 to 25 to if you have obviously the budget to 25 euros champagne otherwise go for a very good prosecco or a very good Ooh. a very good crémant go for a white sparkling wine yeah. let's say from 10 to 15 euros which is going to be very floral not too acidic You're gonna have a good time. Yeah. Don't bring a bad champagne. No. For, for, that's the main bring, advice. Don't yeah. bring a bad champagne with your parents, with your um, partner's, partner's parents. parents. It is. It is bad. Yeah. It is bad yeah. because everybody hates it, but nobody says it. Have you ever tried English sparkling wine? Yes. Is it good? What do you reckon? When I when, your actually when opinion? I was uh, I used to live in Oxford when I was 18. Ah. And uh, there was that night where we had a huge party and and English guys told me like yeah sometimes uh, when we wake up and we, we for the brunch we we have like sparkling white wine. Ah. And it was in uh, Marks and Spencer. So yeah. we oh. went to Marks and Spencer and we got this sparkling wine. At that at the time, I wasn't in the wine industry at all. But uh, I had a, I have a, a good feeling about it. Mm. But it was mainly because of the atmosphere, because of the yeah. context, yeah. who I had who it with, with. Yeah. and uh, the, the the memory brings back. So I'm not yeah. gonna say it's it's good or it's bad, but it's just. Yeah, like the, the context and the people are... With global warming, they're they're saying that like the UK can become like a big player in wine production yes, and sp- yes, sparkling wine. Yes, it, it can be possible, but yeah. also um, what is very tricky and what nobody sees is, is that you've got the ground, the soil, and then there's everything below. Oh, no. ah, and yeah, then yeah. there are the rocks and the rocks they are going to give you the minerals and mm. the minerals that is going to be what the roots will be feeding with from, yeah. okay from so if you don't have the rocks you can you can yeah. have all the global warming you want if you have just dirt and dirt and dirt and oh, nothing else wow nothing's going to happen yeah. why do you think in france we have the best wines is because we are the luckiest guy on earth to have like this um 
this past when it comes to geology. So yeah. they, they, they are like what we call les failles. It means like uh, you have like one type of rock, one other. Sometimes they go on top of each other. And on top of that, you've got burgundy and you've got your pinot that is going way deep, way deep, way deep. And the roots are getting fed with all the minerals Ooh. that these rocks are offering. But in England, in Turkey, in Kentucky, in, in everywhere, mm. you don't get that. Yeah, yeah. This is why it's not because we are French. It's because we are also are lucky and with that the, we have the, 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 the right geology. Mm. We have that. Mm. Do you, yeah. in your personal uh, wine tasting life, do you t enjoy wines from other countries? Or yes. Are you, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. What would be But another country that you would think their wine is excellent? Um, obviously, Spain and Portugal mm. when it comes to reds. Italy, Italy, mm. uh, north of Italy, Toscan, uh, south of Italy with like Sicilia. Uh, I've had excellent um, New Zealand white wines. Mm. Very, very stunning, very astonishing. I wasn't expecting this at all. And if I, if I didn't know it was coming from South, uh, New, from New Zealand, I could have said like maybe Loire or Burgundy or wow. you had no wow. idea. So yeah. Next scenario, what wine are we bringing to a housewarming? What's a housewarming? Um, it's when someone first moves Plant into their house. Okay. Right. Um, we're, we're obviously, gonna... not a good one. <gasps> not a good Why? one? Because well, other people are going to drink it. Because everybody's shit-faced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why would you bring your best wine in a place where people are going to serve it in bloody plastic glasses? Oh, you're so right. Why would you? Why would yeah. you do that? Why would yeah. you never do that? Just bring a beautiful beer, beautiful Cremant, beautiful Prosecco, but don't bring your best wines. Right. Because nobody's going to taste it properly. Yeah. Unless it's a present. Unless it's a present. And then you tell the Or person, a dinner okay, party. Yeah that's, yeah, that's different. Mm. That's different. But if no, it's no, a, it's let's a, keep with the housewarming. Housewarming? Yeah, like a party. Nah, nah. never, never. Okay, next one. Just don't. <laughs> Imagine you are, you're working, you're at work, you've got a colleague who is leaving. Yes, yes. Okay, but yes. this colleague knows a bit about wine. Yes. Maybe this colleague is a bit older. Yes. And they're retiring. Yes. Um, you're doing and this. And you've, you've done a whip round at the office. Mm -hmm. You've gone, you know, some people putting in a couple of quid, some people sure, giving sure, in like 20 sure, quid. Sure. So you've got a nice little pot right. budget. What are you getting for this person? If you have got someone... <laughs> leaving a company that you have known for a couple of years and you want to be nice with him and offer him a bottle of wine, go for the classics because go for the classics, go for the Chate Burgundy, go Chateau no. Neuf du Pape, Au Médoc, Saint-Emilion. Why not? Uh, when it comes to Burgundy, if you want to go for a wine, Chassagne Montrachet. If you want to go for a red, let's go for a Côte de Bonne, Alos Corton, Marsanet. It's going to cost you maybe from 30 to 50 quid per, nice. per bottle. That's all right, isn't it? That's okay. lovely. Right. Um, last thing. With, with everything we've learned, yes. what are your pieces of advice for people going into, let's say, a supermarket in France? Um, how can they choose their wine? What is your advice? What are the steps that they should take? Okay. couple of things. Budget. So how much do you want to spend? And what do you do with the wine? Is this for you or are you offering the wine? If you're offering the wine, 
at least you need to know a little bit about what the, what, what the person likes. Otherwise, you're going to go for the classics. Mm -hmm. The classics. Mm -hmm. The classics are Burgundy, Rhone Valley, Bordeaux, which doesn't mean it's going to be extraordinary. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want to take risks, take a wine, a red one from the Rhone Valley from 10 to 15 usually you're good to go. 10 to 15 euros. Usually you're good to mm -hmm. go. You can't go wrong if you go from 10 to 15 and you select a Rhone Valley, like an appellation from the South Valley, Baume de Venise, Vaqueras, uh, Chateau Neuf du Pape. These are classics. What are the classics in the white wines? In the white wines, there are regions that you can't usually go wrong with, such as Burgundy, this guy, for instance, I believe it's from 10 to 15 euros. Mm -hmm. You can't go wrong with this. This is well-produced, not too acidic, well-bodied, very expressive. For, 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 from 10 to 15 euros. This is euros. what we've got. This is what we have here, this Gouffier This is beautiful. Bourgogne. Domaine Gouffier, appellation Gouffier. Bourgogne, millésime 2021. That's very good. Greg, thank you so much. Merci. Thank you for having me. Merci. Merci, Greg. Merci, I loved it. I'm feeling jazzy. I'm going to carry on. We're going to have some dinner now yes. together, it's aren't we? Time. But thank you. I hope it's about everyone. About 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Ten days later. <laughs> I hope everyone listening uh, can take away something from this episode. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you buy wine. What do you look for? Let us know what you've learned from this episode. Hurrah! Hurrah! Yay. Well, guys, Hurrah. remember, you can get in touch with us. Write to us at expertimmigrant at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, which is at expertimmigrant. Uh, you can follow Catherine, which is... At cat or that one. You can follow me, which is at Tuneful TV. Greg, do you have... I don't. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> But if you guys want to have a... Uh, have a chat with me I'm working in La, La Cave Guyot which is part of a chain of, uh, of shops we have like 20 shops in France and only one in Switzerland I'm working in Chenbourg which is next to Geneva uh, La Cave Guyot you can't, you can't miss it if you look it up online I'm Grégoire come, come and come see and me hi. Yeah. thanks guys bonne continuation bonne continuation je vous aime je vous aime je vous aime bye